Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's good? My name is Chris Dales. This is Trapping Anonymous. Happy New Year um, to all my listeners. It's been a, um, 2018 was a great year for me. Um, I don't know anybody who follows my personal accounts or anybody that um, follows the things that I do in in real life. Um, last year was a really, really good year for me. Um, of course, follow my social media at Chris Styles, um, to get a little more insight on the kind of year that I had and what I've been doing and the things that I've been up to. Um, I just want to thank everyone here. I want to thank everybody for their support. I want to thank Title. I want to thank Peej. I want to thank Carl. I want to thank Bunshanya. I want to thank a few people I can't name. Well, a lot of people I can't name um, because this is Trapping Anonymous. I want to I want to thank the good people at Title. I want to thank everybody that helped get me into a position that I'm in today. And honestly, without you all, there is no Trapping Anonymous. There's no Cristals. Like I, I feel like there's no without the support. You know, you need support. You need a you need a team. First and foremost, you need a team when it comes to building anything, any structure you know, even creatively, like, you just need a team and people that are going to support you and back you and um, help to put you in the position that you need to be in. And thus you help them, you know, support them and get them into a position that they need to be in as well. I'm making this episode because December 31st, 2018, officially I I quit my job. Um, I was working as a counselor in a high school for five years. Many people don't know that. Um, I quit my job <clears throat> for good, like not a leave of absence, not taking a week off. Like I will never work for another person ever again in my life. I'm only willing to work with someone alignment and have somebody work with me and be a partner and hold equity. I'm not going to get a check for my services. I am going to align my services with someone else's ideals and their brand. And we're gonna grow those things together. And I'm gonna own a portion. Because I can't I can't keep giving my talent and my gift whether it's an event, whether it's creatively, whether it's advice, whether it's um, investing into somebody's, you know, dream and helping it manifest. I can't just keep doing that without having a piece of what I'm growing. I think that's one thing that we really get messed up into, like the black community, especially is like, 
it's like, yo, give me the bag and I'm good, you know, or pay me and I'm good. It's like you're helping somebody create something big. You're helping somebody create something that they have, their idea, whatever it is, you're helping them create something. You have a service. Why not ask for a piece? You can't pay me anymore. I don't want your money. I want a portion. And that's essentially where I am in life right now. I was absolutely tired of waking up and going to work. Think about this. You spend 40 hours a week at work. And 40 hours a week. That doesn't even mention the time it takes you to get up, brush your teeth, take a shower. We're not even talking about any of those things. Get on a train. Maybe you drive. Maybe you commute. Let's say your commute is maybe an hour. For some people, it may be longer. Some people, it may be less. But let's say it's an hour. So that's a, that's an hour going to work. And that's an hour coming home from work. And then you're spending 40 hours a week. So you add that. That's another, that's another two hours on every day. That's two, four, six, eight, ten. That's an extra ten hours a week, five days a week. You go to work, assuming... That's an extra 10 hours, so that's 50 hours a week at work. Remember, we have to get up, we have to shower, we have to dress, and then we have to commute. And then we get home from work. And then we have to maybe eat, maybe you'll cook, or maybe you're just too tired to cook, right? Maybe you just want to grab a bite to eat on the way in. You know, you maybe have a, an opportunity to do one or two things, but to be honest, you're tired. You're exhausted from work. You want to take a nap. You want to lay down. You want to rest. You want to prepare for the next day. And what is going to happen on the next day? You're going to get up. And you're going to go to work again. I I was living this cycle for five years. And I, I'm not speaking for everyone. I know that I'm speaking to a specific individual, somebody that may be listening to this podcast as a creative myself. I could not keep letting this control me. I was a slave to the paycheck. I was literally a slave to the paycheck. I was so afraid of not getting that deposit in my account every two weeks. And I think that limits us. That really limits the creative, especially because we think that we have to live this way. This is the only way we got to make money. This is the only way. Listen, I've been I've been saving, too. Like, I don't want you to just think that I'm just jumping off the cliff without. No, no, no. For five years, I've been saving. I just bought my condo. I'm sitting I'm sitting in here right now. I did. I did the math. It's it's not that bad. I did the math. Figure out the plan. Figure out how much it's going to cost you. I mean, down to the year. Like, how much it's going to cost me to live. And that's talking about eat, drink. That's talking about vacation. That's talking about leisure. That's talking about cell phone bill. That's talking about car insurance. That's talking about my mortgage, my maintenance. That's talking about all of those things. I've literally broken it down to the year, how much it would cost me. I looked at that amount. I said, can I do this? And it's absolutely yes. But remember, this is passion that I'm following. I host events around the country. In it, I um 
I have the podcast. I have merchandise. I have events that I curate and I throw on my own. I have multiple streams of income, but I, what I want to tell you is I had to work to get those multiple streams of income. Every day that I was going to work for five years, I was putting aside. I was investing. I was putting away in the piggy bank. Every day of those five years, I was putting away. That's my story to you. You have to, you have to put away. I know a lot of people just want to make that leap and, and, and just blindly jump. No, remember what, I, what we talked about in Hedge Fund Anonymous. This is calculated risk. I'm not going to fail. I've already calculated down to the cent for my freedom. Everyone's asking me, oh, what does it feel like that you don't have to go to work anymore? You don't have to, you don't have to clock in and you don't have to do that. I can finally think again. I don't, want, I don't mean to be dramatic. I can finally think. Think about anything you do in your life. I don't care if you go to a family gathering. I don't care if you're going to, you know, see your mom. I don't, I don't, whatever it is that you do in life. If you go to church, when you leave church, when you leave your parents' house, when you leave the gathering, when a part of that, you, you, you think about it. A part of it stays with you. Maybe something someone said. It becomes a part of you. Even down to the simplest form, I'm talking about what am I going to wear tomorrow? Think about those things suddenly being eliminated. There's a clear space in my mind where I don't even have to think about the simplest form of work, and that is what am I going to wear tomorrow? We're not even talking about the drama at work. We're not even talking about what your boss said to you that rubbed you the wrong way. We're not even talking about what your coworkers down to the simplest form of what am I going to eat tomorrow as I'm on my way to work in the commute and what am I going to grab or what do I have time to make in the morning? It's eliminated. It's gone. That's what it feels like. It feels like that three-day weekend. Remember that three-day, right before three-day weekend, you go to work. You don't even mind going to work on that three-day weekend because you know when you clock out, you got three days off. That's every day. That's how I feel. This is not unemployment. This is entrepreneurship. I still have streams of income. This is not me just going off and not making money. We can make money, but we have to do it on our terms. That's what I spent five years doing, creating that outlet, creating those multiple streams of income. While you're sitting at work, listening to this right now, while you're sitting at home, wherever you are, even if you're already an entrepreneur, shout out to you. If this is your dream, start putting away. Put away money, put away time. While you're sitting there and you've got some downtime at work, listen. Do some research. Take that call that you have to take. Uh, run that errand that you have to take. Whatever it is that's going to help build toward whatever your dream is. I was tired of living and it's like a real life simul simulation. Those 40 hours a week, I'm literally just, I felt like a robot. I, don't, I can't imagine how people do this for 40 years so that somebody can tell you, okay, you've worked enough to retire and now you can enjoy your life at 65. 
I don't want to travel when I'm 65. I want to go where I want to go now. I don't want to do these things when I'm when I can barely move. Yes, there's risks. Yes, you have to get your own health insurance. Yes, you have to, you know, eliminate that check coming in every two weeks, every week. I don't know how you get paid. Yes, you gotta you gotta get rid of that uh maybe 401k and and now you gotta start putting into your own savings. Yeah, there's downsides. But you can't put a price on peace of mind. You cannot put a price on peace of mind. What does it feel like? I feel free. That I could get up and I could join a gym. I'm working out every day. I'm cooking my own food. I'm not eating out anymore. This stuff is garbage. I don't care where you're eating from. We don't know what they're putting in their food. Going to the supermarket on my own and, and, and cooking for myself. And like, don't get me wrong. This can still be done with a job. You have entrepreneurs. You have entrepreneurs. The world is not full of entrepreneurs. I understand that. Some people are meant to climb that corporate ladder. Some people need routine. Some people need structure. I'm not speaking to those individuals, but to my creatives, to my people that want what they want on their terms. Creatively, I'm talking to you, and you know that I am. But even to those entrepreneurs, those people that are climbing the corporate ladder and those people that are doing their thing at their, at their jobs, I commend you. I could never do it. I've done it for so long and I, and I felt that burning inside of me that I had to get out. Don't ignore that burning passion. Don't ignore that. You know, in some countries they have, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in some countries they have things that they call gap years. They let you take a year off and come back to work in the same position. Take that year off and take care of your family. Go have a kid. Go travel the world. That's where the knowledge is. Go travel the world. Go eat different foods and listen to different languages, different cultures. You come to America, you got to fight for a two-week vacation, three-week vacation, and figure out if I'm a call-in sick. You're not even sick. You just, I don't want to call out because I'm sick. I want to call out because I'm feeling good. I want to call out because I just want to enjoy my day and do what I want to do for that day. But no, we got we to gotta sit on the phone and make up excuses and try to find, I don't want to do that. I'm tired of that. Why do I gotta, I gotta, you, you, you sitting here grieving the person that died a month ago. You still trying to drag out the bereavement period just so you could get an extra day off of peace of mind. Mental health. Yeah, we might live for the same amount of time, but where are you mentally? Where, where, where are you mentally in that time frame? Can you think? How do you feel? I'm investing in me, and this is what I need for me. I, I, I'm literally, I'm tired. I was, I had to, I told my boss at work. She thought I was joking. Like, oh hell yeah, Chris, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, no. I'm like, no, I'm out. I'm out. 
and it's the weirdest thing when I spoke to my boss. I, I could literally feel that invisible line. This thing really exists. Hear me out. There's like this invisible line of just like authority. It's almost like a parental, uh, it's almost like a parental like invisible line that exists between employer and employee. You need them and they know it. You got to laugh at their jokes. The joke wasn't even funny. <laughs> Yo, that shit wasn't even funny. I got to laugh at your jokes, you know. I got to say things to flatter you. I got I got to play the game. It's a game. That that invisible line, that that thing it really exists between employer and employee. They know and they work it too. The way they walk in there and they they, they kind of show you like, yeah, you know. Straighten up, you know. X out that window on your computer. And I, I know you're sitting there on Facebook. But but I'm around now, so you could, you know. I can literally feel that invisible line disappear. There was no authority. It's one of the greatest feelings in my life. And I'm talking to you this way. You would think that I hated my, I hated my job. I, I, I loved my job. That's the only reason I could be there for five years. I loved my job. But I could not ignore the structure, the hierarchy, the slave to the uh, paycheck. I could not ignore what it was turning me into. That getting up, walking in, clocking in, laughing. Hey, how was your weekend? You don't care how the weekend was. You're sitting there asking all these questions. You don't care. I know I, it is, I don't want to sound angry I, I, because I'm in such an amazing place in life where I was able to take this leap. I know there are more people that are able to, that want to. I'm not talking to the people that do not want to, that are okay with their life. I'm speaking to a specific individual. I, I'm sorry if I'm not talking to you. Listen, I was denied grad school. Yeah, I'll be vulnerable here. I was denied grad school. I couldn't get in. I didn't have the grades. Thank God I didn't have the grades. Thank God I didn't have the grades. Thank God grad school told me no in 2013. Who knows where I'd be? Who knew, who knew if I'd have this entrepreneurial mindset? I'm the first entrepreneur in my family. Huh? All those generations of people. I'm the first entrepreneur in my family. There was no one to look up to. There was no blueprint. There was nothing. I had to find that out, but I'm going to be that example. Not only for my family, but for the world of people that don't have that entrepreneur in their family. Thank God grad school told me no. I'd probably be sitting, you know, at a job 
you know, working with my master's degree. And I already spent too much in undergrad. I spent too much money there. Now I got to go take out some private loans to be paying this back. I can't even afford my bills. Now I got to be affording this private loan and they want their money too. They don't, this ain't nothing subsidized, right? This ain't from the government. This is, they want their money. They start garnishing if they, like, like, keep playing if you want to. Thank God grad school told me no, right? I couldn't believe it. I looked at that letter and I was just like, what? What did, where did I go wrong? Why? What? I did everything. I, I wrote this letter. I, I showed you the letters of recommendation. I did everything. He still told me, no, I couldn't understand it. Maybe it's you that can't understand what you've been denied right now that's being prepared for you. There's something else being prepared for you in that denial. Wait it out. Listen to your heart. Wait it out. Listen to your heart. It's there. I promise you. Grad school told me no. I was like, wow, what am I going to do? This is it for me, yo. At what, at what point do I forget about plan B? Plan B starts to hold you back, right? Because in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, well, I'll be all right because I can still do this. After a while, I had to say, forget plan B. It's either plan A or plan A. This is it. It's either this, is th this thing is going to work out or this thing is going to work out. It's, it's no if ands, or buts. I had to go full force. I had to take the leap. It's the scariest thing you'll ever have to do. I'm terrified. As I'm talking to you, I'm terrified. You can hear it in my voice. But it's the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced. The most beautiful thing. Follow your fears. Follow that thing that you are most afraid of growth is on the other side imagine just living in a world where you're just walking that straight line of just okayness safety and security and i get that but when you overcome something what's the reward on the other end how will you come out of that I'll be 30 soon. Not this year, next year. Don't age me too fast. All we do is tell our young, go fill out that city job application. Go, you know, work. Go work for the government and go, you know. Go be an entrepreneur. Think about a society where everybody works for each other. Think about a society where you're, you're just based off your gifts and your talents and what you can offer other people and that other person is based off their gifts and their talents and what they can do for another person. Well, you don't have to live in that simulation world. Work is like a prison. It, it's a form of prison. I'm not lying. It, it really is. If you love your job, you're not in prison. I understand. If your job is something that you've always wanted to do in life and it's your burning passion, you're not in prison. I understand. 
I'm talking to my people that's clocking in, clocking out, not feeling that passion being met, not feeling that passion being fulfilled. You got to take a lunch. You got to you got to rush back. Your hour almost up. You took a, a quick 15, 13 minutes in. It just felt like you just got outside. You got to run back. Or let somebody know you coming back. What's that like? What's that remind you of? Got to use the bathroom. You gotta, Don't take too long. Listen. I don't, I don't come from generational wealth. I'm sorry. I don't come from generational wealth. I understand I got to work twice as hard, three times as hard, four times as hard, five times as hard. Being black in America, I understand that. But I'm, not, I'm no stranger to hard work. I'm no stranger to hard work. I don't mind it. Shout to America though. You know in Europe, you in Europe, there's no there's no cap on sick time. You look at people in other countries and wonder why they're so happy and this down the third day, not even paying for college tuition. College tuition is not raping people. You know that college tuition is ooh, it's an epidemic out here. It's crazy. You go to other countries that, that don't exist. They don't tell you you have a you have a certain amount of sick days. How are you gonna put a cap? Excuse me. You gonna tell me how how many days I could be sick? I don't feel good. Straight up. Um. I was talking to a good friend of mine, Roxanne. Shout out to Roxanne. She runs the good quote. Um, we had a great conversation. And it was just about what what's making it because I was telling her that I was um, ready to leave my position and, you know, I finally uh, saved up enough in my account and I, I finally have enough streams of income and, you know, I could, I could cover everything and I could still travel and, I told her I was ready to go. She said, you made it. I said, well, I ain't make it. She said, you've made it. We have this superficial idea of what making it feels like or what making it is, right? It's that million-dollar check that you get. And he's like, oh, mama, I'm going to move you out the hood. This is it. I made it, mama. Like, we have this superficial idea of what making it is. How about being able to live off doing what you love? She told me, I said, wow. We often equate making it with the dollar amount when it's really happiness. Are you happy? Not, not that momentary, you know, that everlasting joy like that you have that you don't have to, it's not conditioned on if you get that promotion, right? That I get up and I get to do something that my heart desires every single day. It's my most important episode. This is the, this is these are the things that are most important to me. 
I didn't come from a place where my, my parents even recognized what mental health was. And they could live in, in, a, in a marriage that was unfulfilling to them for decades and untreat that mental health. And wonder why, you know, you're just miserable or your life is just the way it is. Because you ain't take that time out. You didn't recognize that you had to do things to uplift yourself. To treat your mental health. You didn't recognize that. I got to create that generational wealth in my family. I got to create that. I want my sons, my daughters, I want the next generations, generations, generations to be able to take these risks in life and have that safety net. I'll be the sacrificial lamb. You use use my experiences. Use my experiences. I'm a I'm a guy of faith. I'm a man of faith, you know. Um I feel like, yes, I believe in God. You know, I'm not afraid and I'm not ashamed to say that. I believe in God. I was talking to one of my friends and he said, do you believe in God? I was like, what do you mean? He said, how do you believe in God? And you get up and you go to work every day, right? And what you're doing is not your gift in life. How are you not maximizing something that God has given you? Right, whoever it is you believe in, if you believe in anything, how do you not live your life maximizing on whatever that thing was or whatever that thing is? Why are you okay with just living on that little line, that straight line and just exist? Why are you okay with that? If you believed in God and you trusted what he's given you, then you'd go and you'd trust that things will work out. Calculated risks. Calculated risks. Not just going, but setting yourself up for the rest of your life. It's possible I did it, and I cannot explain to you the joy that I have. And it's, I'm just three days out here. I don't know. <laughs> You know, you might have to see me in six months. Fuck around. I'm, if I'm shaking change on the A train, doing the Harlem Shake, make sure you show me some love. But for right now, <laughs> nah, I say all that to say this, man. Follow your dreams, y'all. It's possible. It's possible. You know, people always say, use me as an example. But Lord knows, man. We didn't. We didn't make uh, something out of nothing. We, we the, the willing, willing, led by the unknowing, are doing the impossible for the ungrateful. We have done so much with so little for so long. We are not qualified to do anything with nothing at all. This is Trapping Anonymous. My name is Chris Styles. Let's get it.